Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Have you ever really thought much about what you do and how you react and what you think and what goes on in your head when your child is really struggling with something. Welcome to the show today. I am looking forward to chatting about this because I think it's something that many parents are unaware of. And when we can increase our awareness of how we are showing up when our children are showing up in a way of when they're having an emotional outburst or they're in pain, might be physical pain or emotional pain. What happens to us in the face of those emotions that our children are struggling to to sit in and be with? And I think what, what always comes out when we are very honest and vulnerable is that we're absolutely terrified. We're like, holy shit, how am I going to deal with this? And even if we don't think that, subconsciously, if we're not aware of the thought, subconsciously, I can assure you, the thought will be there. And what happens is those those thoughts, (coughs) excuse me, those thoughts that are there that we're not even aware of, because we have, let's face it, we have something like 45 to 60 or 50 to 75 thoughts per minute. We have like 75,000 thoughts per day. We're not aware of them, but they're five times more likely to be negative than positive. And if they're negative, they're probably laced with fear. So we, we're scared. We don't know what to do. We don't want our child to suffer. We don't want them to be in emotional pain and we really don't want them to be in physical pain. So we get scared. And when we're scared, we want to just fix it. We want to just take it away and we want to get through it and then over it as quickly as possible. But what this does is it can, it can through no ill intent of, of, of ours, it can cause our children to not be able to manage their emotions and their feelings and cause them to dismiss them and not feel like they're being seen and heard and not feel that the feelings are worthy of discussion or an action. Because remember, the thoughts create the feelings and the feelings create the action. So if they're feeling a certain way and they don't allow those feelings to come out, because they because we're scared and we're trying to just get rid of the feelings we don't want them to be uncomfortable we don't want them to be angry or sad or upset or frustrated we just want to fix it and we want them to be happy and back to a state of content and we can move them through and through their emotions without even bringing 
their attention to the emotion or the feeling that they are feeling. So it's really, really important. The first step is to be aware of our fear and to be aware of how vulnerable and uncomfortable we feel when we see our child in a situation that they're struggling to handle. And this is huge because if we don't recognize this within ourselves, we cannot recognize it in our children and we can't give them the and hold give, give them the opportunity to sit in it for us to hold the space for them while they are going through this this ne- I'll say negative or I don't I don't mean it in the sense of negative but through this this feeling state so we have to be able to control our fears in it and we have to be able to see that their feelings are very real and not to be dismissed. The thoughts that created them were not real, but the feelings are very, very real. So we need to draw their attention to it. We need to point out and mirror to them what we're seeing in them. I see that you're really, really sad right now, or you're in such pain. Where's the pain? What are you feeling? Where do you feel it? So that they can describe it, and that's allowing them to sit in it. You can say it's okay. This pain's here for a reason. This pain is guiding you. This feeling is there for a reason. All feelings are okay. And validate the feeling. And use empathy and say, I remember when I had a sore throat um, last year, it was terrible. It was so painful to swallow. I didn't even want to eat, but I know I had to eat. I totally understand where you're coming from. Versus, oh, don't worry, it's just a sore throat, take this pill or just don't don't cough so hard or only have the, the we'll just give you soft food today. That Those are all awesome. But we're, we're trying to fix it. We're just trying to, to move them through it as quickly as possible. They might not be ready to move through it in the time that you're wanting to move through it. We want to move through it really quickly because it causes us discomfort. So look at yourself. And understand that we have to recognize the feelings within ourselves to be able to recognize the feelings in others. So it's a really powerful step to helping your children be able to sit in their own discomfort, sit in their own pain and see it as what they need in the moment to get them to the next moment. And if we don't allow them to feel their feelings, express their feelings. They'll grow up without doing that. And when, when we grow up in, those, um, in, in that environment, we, we can't really develop empathy because we haven't had it for ourselves. We've not given ourselves the empathy and self-compassion we need. And if we don't have it in ourselves, we can't give it to others. And em- empathy is a really important skill for our children to develop. And we can really help them develop it. But we have to be comfortable of sitting in their discomfort with them. And showing up for them and holding, them, holding space for them to move through and accept that all their feelings are okay. There's nothing wrong with you to feel to be sad. Being sad's okay. But children often think being sad is bad because mummy wants me to be happy all the time. 
so I better not show mummy I'm sad. And anyway, anytime I'm sad, she says, oh, don't cry. Don't cry. You'll be okay. Just think about that for a minute. And and I've been guilty of it too when my kids were little because I just, I don't want them to be sad. I want them to be happy. But how ridiculous is that to to want my kids to be happy all the time? You can't be happy all the time. So it comes from us and it we can lead the way for them. We can guide them. We can support them and help them know, deeply know that all feelings are okay. And that's for all kids, but especially for boys. We know that boys see, you know, feelings, being sensitive, emotions. They, they I don't know whether they're wired to see it as being, you know, it's it's um it's weak to be to to be to cry and excuse me i think i think the general you know things are turning things are shifting and i think with us new parenting paradigms that are that are thankfully coming through this will change and it will shift and we will see more men openly crying in society I think that would be a wonderful place to to be because I think it's it's awesome to be able to co- express yourself and feel comfortable expressing yourself and know that you won't be judged for uh, expressing yourself. So we can help our children develop these skills. I think they're skills. What a skill to be able to express yourself and to be comfortable in that and to be vulnerable enough to not see it as a weakness, not see it as any sign of being inferior to or lesser than. So really watch yourself in the moments. In the next moment where your child's upset, watch yourself and what you want to do. What are you defaulted to just trying to do? And, and notice it, sit in it. And, and I'd love to, to hear from some of you if you, um, in the next you know, week, if, you, if there's an example where, or there's a time where you can practice this, Go ahead and practice it. I'd love to hear from you and see see what um see how you feel as a result of changing perhaps the way in which you might intervene or might have typically intervened in moments where your child is in physical pain or emotional pain, any type of emotion or feeling. So if you've enjoyed this and you find it useful, please do hop over to iTunes and leave a review there. I'd be deeply appreciative of it. And thank you so much for listening. And I do look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.